The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And good afternoon, fellow cigar passionados and passionatas. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ashholes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday and every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. It's always entertaining, always unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course at theashholes.net. We're everywhere. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Today, we are going to be smoking the Todos Los Dias by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Oliver is off traveling. He's going to be gone for a while. And that that gives both Aaron and I time to actually talk and put in our two cents, which is really good. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. I say nothing. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hopefully um, there won't be a lot of dead air on this show. No, unless we <coughs> pass out from the strength of this thing. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Things are brutal. So we now have a producer. So you see, uh, you know, I'm, my my chair is kind of moved, and uh, you don't see the producer, but um, uh, his name is Stu. He's going to be uh, kind of quiet, at least for now. Producing. I'll yeah. give him. I'll give him a couple of weeks, and then he'll be yapping away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let him settle in. So, what have you been up to for the past uh, week, there, Aaron? Oh, just you know, getting things in order. Uh, getting I've things got a, in order. What are you this, dying this or time, something? Well, this time of year is just very busy. Yeah. Uh, so, because yeah, you teach, right? This is. Yeah. Well, no. What, I mean, what, that. I mean, that doesn't keep me too busy. That, okay. That's just my day job. And so, what's I, what? What do you mean this time? Of I mean, year? we have a, so my church has a lot of events. Oh, uh, which takes oh, a yeah, lot of production. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm building things. I'm mm-hmm. organizing things. Uh, between that and then just right, I mean, this is when everybody schedules everything, birthdays, and, right. and then there's holiday parties, and just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So, I'm just, I took this week to just kind of get my paperwork in order right. for everything that needs to be done for the right. next month, you know, a few months. Uh, so, pretty boring, honestly, but I did, did spend boring, some time with friends, but... But busy. It's it's adulthood, I guess. It's adulthood. <laughs> it's adulthood. Well, you know, this, this weekend I was up in... Uh, uh, Wolfboro and Meredith, New Hampshire. I had a yep. very good friend uh, getting married. Uh, she used to be our babysitter okay. when my kids were younger. She became like a big sister to all of them. So all three of my girls were in her wedding party. Nice. So I had to be there. Yep. So all weekend long I was there doing that, and um, that was a lot of fun. Turned out there were some uh, – uh, cigar smokers at the wedding. That's always nice. And uh, fortunately, I found out about it before, you know, <laughs> so I did not end up doing that, you know, Pastor Padron, thou shalt not show up with just cigars for yourself. Yep, yep. I was able to find some cigars and pass them out and everything, and that was a lot of uh, fun. I went to a, a wedding a few weeks ago, well, uh, a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't bring any cigars because I didn't mm-hmm. think there was any cigar smokers or there would be a, even a place to smoke. Mm-hmm. And it turned out there was going to be like an hour, a cocktail hour that we were outside where you could smoke, and there was a few people there that would have liked cigars, and I totally dropped the ball. Totally <laughs> so dropped the ball, huh? Never again. <laughs> I, just, I just won't go to weddings anymore. <laughs> no, but it was a lot of fun. The weather was perfect for an outdoor wedding and everything. Um, you know, Meredith, we were at the um, uh, church landing, uh, which is right on, um, uh, I don't know if it's Winnipesaukee, but it's one of the big lakes out yeah, there. I mean, that, everything up there is yeah, just yeah, great, w- you know? yeah, Meredith is right on Winnipesaukee. So, lakes um, region's just amazing. It's just, it was just beautiful. Perfect weather and everything. Great day for a cigar. It was fantastic. Sounds good. I saw some yeah. pictures. They were nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. My wife was crying. I'm like, our girls aren't the ones crying getting married. Why are you crying for? Yeah, you're not paying the bill. I guess, I guess <laughs> what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm you know, taking time off of work and then doing all the hair, the makeup, and all that, you know, other stuff that we had to pay for. For the, I felt like they were getting married with the amount of money I was spending <laughs> on this thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, they, all, they all had a great time. They all had a great time. Great. So, but I'm glad to be back. 
I'd imagine. Yeah. Weddings saying just they're hectic. Yes. You know, it's, yes. even if they're a great one, it's still like, okay, it's very it's different, you know, and, and, you know, and if you're involved in it, then it's yes. extra dinners and, and this time. was, this was, this was kind of funny because I was not officiating. This is the first wedding I haven't officiated in years that I've attended. So I got to kind of sit back and relax, but because all three girls were in the wedding, Mandy was the one busy with all the stuff and, and going in there, and I actually had some time to sit back with some friends and smoke some good cigars on the lake and everything. Oh, that was enjoyable. That kind of makes up for it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. So uh, this is Steve Saka's cigar. Yes, the newest release. Right? Yes, the uh, Todos Los Dias by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And uh, Todos Los Dias is his murdering of the Spanish language, uh, translating uh, all the days, okay? And it's a collaboration between him and uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. The blend is by Saka, and they produce the cigar uh, down at their factory, Hoya de Nicaragua. And it's available in four sizes, a short Churchill, a Robusto, a double-wide Bellicoso, Yep, which Double I think wide. now there was a special mold for that, right? Yeah, yeah which is a that he got from that he got from Hoya de Nicaragua Hoya de Nicaragua. for one of their cigars. Yeah, he was they, actually surprised that they <laughs> let him use it. Yeah. you know, and um, and the Toro, which we're smoking here, it's a six by fifty-two, and the wrapper is a uh, sun-grown Nicaraguan Cuban seed. The binder and filler are both uh, Nicaragua with uh, uh, tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa. And it's made to be a very strong cigar. Yeah, he's always posting, you know, that it's kicking his butt. And it's like, well, if it's kicking your butt, <laughs> what chance does anybody <laughs> else have? Uh, and, so. you know, meant for the seasoned cigar smoker. Yep. And, and he designed this, he says, to start smooth and get stronger as it goes. Whereas a lot of strong cigars start off strong and then kind of back off. He says... These go in reverse. We're going to yeah. find out if that's so true. That might be my advantage because I tend to smoke kind of slow, and mm -hmm. it's been a long day already. So if I start, <laughs> start getting woozy, mm -hmm. it'll be by the time we're done. <laughs> so I've got something, you know, a sweet drink underneath here just as my tap out. So that's mm. a fair warning. Or I'll just throw up all over the stage, and that'll be funny. And people will watch it or something. No. Very good. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't <laughs> throw up on the stage, really. <laughs> I've never thrown no, up on the stage. No, let's so. not do that. Uh, let's not do that today. No. We don't, Oliver, that's, this is, that's know, a one Oliver's year anniversary, away, let's so. not vomit on the stage. Let's let's save that for when he's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially with, you know, uh, Saturday coming up. Yeah. Which is the big international podcast day. International we'll podcast day. Who would have thought? I guess it's a day for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody has put together a day on the calendar for just about everything, including podcasts. Yeah, and but we're happy for that. Yeah. Somebody organized it. We, somebody has taken the time to organize right. that. We're so. a podcast and we're, you know. It, we uh, are recorded at the uh, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and we're having our uh, grand opening this Saturday, and we're going to have a special show Saturday uh, from 10.30 10 to 11.30. So yep. another hour show, and we're going to have uh, Jared Trudeau from Kristoff uh, Cigars. Yes, so it'll, so it'll be a great show. I mean, Kristoff yeah. Cigars are always great. So yeah, I love them. We're going to have a blast with that. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So before we get into uh, this cigar here, and I go into the details about it, um, Lighters. There's all sorts of stuff out there on, you know, how to light a cigar and what you use, what you don't use. And I'm sure most cigar smokers have a pile of lighters. Right, <laughs> right, know? yeah. I, I certainly do. Yep. You know, ones that I've bought, you know, lighters that I've found, been given at events or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, matches, cedar spills versus a lighter, what's your what's your preference? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go for the lighter. You're going to go for the lighter? Yeah. I mean, matches, I've I've burned myself too many times <laughs> <laughs> to trust myself with matches anymore. Uh, and cedar spills, it's just, you know, it's too much. It's, if you want to be really, I don't know, classy. Yeah. Well, That I mean, might be a thing. And I know it affects the flavor too, but. I, I like the idea, but to, you have to have something to light the cedar spill. Yeah. And instead of lighting your cigar with what you're lighting the cedar spill with, you're lighting the cedar spill, then letting that go. More steps. And then holding, and then what do you do with the thing you lit or the, you know, to me, it's like a little too much work. Yeah. But, and, you know, and if, I, I if you really like cedar, then it's going to give you more of that cedar flavor. It's right. You know, I can, I can live without cedar. You know, I like, it's okay, but it's mm -hmm. not like the primary flavor I'm looking right. for in a cigar. So it's like, I don't really want to add yeah. more to it. If I want to, if I want to do a cedar kind of light, I'll get a nice cedar match. I have some nice longer cedar matches at home and, um, that, that works really well. But then you only have to light it once. Yeah. That's very good. So, but you prefer 
the lighter. I prefer the, the jet lighter. Uh, well, here's the thing. Yep. I would say I prefer a soft flame. You would um, say. I would say. You would because say. Because it's a better burn. It's a better, you know, it keeps the temperature low on your cigar. Mm-hmm. You want it low so it's getting more of the, the real flavor and not mm-hmm. the burnt out flavor. Okay. Um, but it takes too long for me. <laughs> so I'm so impatient. you would like I, to use a soft flame, exactly. but you're too impatient yeah. to use the soft flame. Exactly. So and so I'm going to go with a torch pretty much every time just because okay. it's faster. Yeah. Um, and it's faster. <laughs> That's really the only reason. <laughs> it's consistent. Uh, I mean, it's like a home-cooked meal. It's like, yeah, I'd rather have a home-cooked meal every night. But right. I'm going to... Nine times out of ten, I'm just going to do whatever's quick, and I can just throw in the skillet or in the oven. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. you know I'm not that patient. I'm a little no. patient, but not that patient. Yeah. Um, but also you know the consistency with uh, you know with matches again. You know if it's windy, mm-hmm. you're done. That's it, true. I, I smoke That's outside true. a lot. Uh, the jet is going to take care of the wind issue. Right. Uh, and you get a real fine control of where it's going, where the flame is going. So Very you can get true. right on right on that edge. You don't have to worry about you know it. The flame flickering, and all of a sudden you're burning some of your wrapper, the outside of the wrapper, uh, things like that. So consistency. Now, would you use a soft flame? Do you have any soft flame lighters? I do. I've, I have a couple, uh, but I really don't use them. Like, and, I, and I have one that I actually in, would enjoy using. I, mm-hmm. It's my pipe lighter, actually. It's mm. uh, Gosh, I'm going to br- murder the name. It's like a uh, Karibi? Kariba? I don't know. I got it years ago. But uh, it's a Japanese. It's, okay. It's, it's a nice lighter. Yeah. Um, so I, I do, you know, I enjoy using that if I'm going to do a soft flame, but it's so infrequent that I want to spend that extra time using a soft flame that I don't really use it that much. You do know? you use it? Do you use it when you're inside? Would you prefer to use a soft flame? No, no, you're too impatient. Too impatient. Yeah. Too impatient. Yeah. It always comes down to it. No. Uh, well, like, like yourself, I prefer a, a soft flame and wherever I can, I try and use a soft flame. You know, you can't really use one when you're outside. You know, at the, You'd at have the to wedding, for instance. Still. Although today it's pretty dead still, so right. that would be an right. exception. But, you know, even even uh, this weekend, you know, outside, a lot, what, there wasn't a whole lot of wind. But it's just so much easier to use a torch for a lot of the reasons that you said. You know, the flame isn't going to go out. You can aim where it's going to go. And if you, you know, hold the torch far enough away from your cigar, you're not going to burn the thing out. No. Like you're, you know, so many people I see take their torch lighter and they hold it right up to the end oh and gosh it's just shooting the flames shooting up the, the flame. cigar it's, you know it's 1400 degrees usually for a for a torch lighter that's really as opposed really to i think it's like 700 or something like right. that for a soft flame right so right like, so um, also you know and the angle that you're able to light with a torch you know you, you're mm-hmm. holding your cigar kind of pointed up and so you're actually seeing what you're burning right in the process right. while with a soft flame you really got to hold the cigar over the top so you're not seeing the what's when it's igniting. It's not as easy to see. And yeah. you have, you know, uh, tobaccos that light at different temperatures and things mm-hmm. like that. So you really want to be able to monitor that. Right. So what makes what makes a good lighter for you? What do you look for in a lighter? Uh, consistency, consistency, consistency. <laughs> <laughs> and then control. Okay. Um, so I always, you know, I usually go with like a Vertigo mm-hmm. um, because they light every time. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not being paid by them. They just happen to be really consistent you know they yep. light every single time and it goes right to the point that i want uh i think this is a cyclone right um it's you know it's small and it, it the downside to this is it does get a little bit warm uh so i mm. kind of have to hold it in a kind of an unusual position but you get used to it uh, but it gives me that control and consistency i go i often have the um i think it's the twister Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Cyclone 2. That's what it is. It's the larger version mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Uh, you're able to get a, more of a, a grip on it, uh, but it's not quite as a fine a tip, you know, mm. as the, I think it's a quad. No, I think it's a triple no, jet. No, it's a triple, a triple jet, jet on it that. Has a, it but has it, a little it, bit of a bigger tank. Yeah, but it's, and it's a bit of a wider flame, so mm-hmm. it doesn't go to quite as a, a fine point. Mm. So if I were going for like a 60 ring gauge, I would go definitely for that. The larger cigar. tank, the larger size. Yeah, but. and that's really that's another big plus about the the torches, especially a double or a triple or a quadruple um, uh, jet, yeah. is that you're able to light a larger cigar a whole lot easier. If you're using a match or a, or a soft flame, that's a lot harder to do. Mm-hmm. If you're smoking a larger uh, ring gauge cigar. Yeah, and I do have a few like single flame, you know, jet lighters, mm. but I, I just don't take them out that often. It, you know, they're really nice, but mm. they don't get the job done when you have anything larger than like a Lancero. Right. So, you know, I just don't take them out that often. I used to keep them just for touch-up, but I don't really do touch-ups that often anymore. So, 
weaning myself off. You're weaning yourself <laughs> off. Trying yeah. to get off the OCD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I real I rarely touch up. Yeah, I mean the only time I touch up the cigars if it really has Yeah, stopped. if there's a side that's not burning and you can see it it's just kinda like starting to wave underneath right. and you got really gotta catch it up then that, you know, it's gotta be done. Now, there are lighters out there that, you know, are if you're talking a you, torch, you know, like that, that uh Virgo Cyclone, it's about thirteen bucks. Yeah. And they go up into the thousands. Oh yeah. You know. What do you look for in a cigar? How much are you willing to spend for a good lighter? Well, having spent forty, fifty dollars on lighters that didn't wind up working as long as I'd like them to, you mm-hmm. know, a month and they break down. Right. Or you know, whatever. They're just not as consistent. You have to click it a few times. Mm-hmm. I've pretty much given up on spending more than, you know, twenty dollars on a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the Cyclone two goes for like fourteen, fifteen dollars. Right. And it's like if I've got something that's working every time and I can not worry about losing it too, right. uh, I'm gonna stick with the cheaper lighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I you know, there's I've paid 50 60 bucks for lighters before whether they be a calibri or zycar or, mm-hmm. or whatever and you know all of these you know torches they all have the one problem that they all have that you know electronic yes you know, yeah ignition system and once that goes and once that goes even if the ground gone. is off and, on that and, it's and done. if the ground is off it, you know and they will all wear out yep you know so you know i've had I've had issues with those lighters, you know, going in and out and not working all the time. And um, ironically, my two favorite lighters are the one you have, which I keep in my car mm-hmm. all the time. The only reason I have it right now is because I left it in my car. I have, have it in the car. It's right, it's right <laughs> in my seat all the time is that. And I have a DuPont. I have a DuPont mm-hmm. uh, Lean 2. And this has been the most reliable lighter I, I've ever owned. Well, now, it's I've, better for the price, right? Well, <laughs> you know, with, with you know, and here's the thing. I mean, when you when you get a Dupont, you're you're really paying for jewelry. This is this yeah. is man bling, I call it. You know, you know, this is it's made of palladium, it's handmade. That's I mean, that's what you're paying for the precious mm-hmm. metal and and all that stuff. And um, uh, I this it's it's heavy. Have you ever held one of these? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could kill somebody with that. I could it's kill really, somebody without that. You could, <laughs> <laughs> but you could really. But, it, you know, this, you know, it, it's expensive, but it really is the most reliable lighter I've ever had. It lights every time, except now that my <laughs> hands are all sweaty. Look at that. He didn't see you. There, I, there, there I, we I go. switched the valve off. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. But it lights. It's got the um, dual flames on that. So it's it's a nice wider flame for a cigar. Um you know, other than that, you know, my, my I've come to the conclusion that you either spend the thirteen bucks to buy a Cyclone, yep. or you buy a Dupont. Yeah, you don't the, the middle don't, of the road. Just you wind up with that's it's just worse. that's just my opinion. It's, yeah, that's just my opinion. But um, all right, so let's uh, let's get into this cigar. Enough talk about lighters. Yeah, hopefully people know a little bit more about that and maybe what to do and not do. Um, the Toro, the Toro version of this cigar. Okay, um, it's a six by fifty-two, all right, and it's a sun-grown Nicaraguan wrapper, and the binder and filler are both uh, uh, Nicaraguan, Esteline Jalapa, like I had said, and um, it is a very very strong cigar, and it's got some very potent white pepper on the retro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, for the other sizes I've had, like the, the Robusto, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not even going to retro in that first inch because I know it's going to be like a shotgun mm-hmm. blast. So it's like just holding off on the retro until I get to that second, third, and that's where I can't, I can't the, the retro becomes retro. really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I am noticing that it is it seems sweeter at the start than some of the other sizes. So like mm-hmm. the Robusto or the Short Churchill, I believe the other side, one of the other smaller sizes is. Right. Um, starts a little bit more woody. Um, more heavy on the wood, and this is more on the sweet side. Uh, it has the wood component, but it, it's more on the sweet side. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's got this nice, sweet, um, woody, almost mocha kind of like finish, mm. um, and that white pepper just sits in my nose after I've retro. Yes. <laughs> it just sits there. Take it's your unbelievable. Word for it. <laughs> It's you know it's it's, it's it, almost like a like a sweetness is almost like a syrup like a mm-hmm. you know a sweet syrup. 
well, say something while I'm trying to figure out well, if you're I was, was kind of hoping you'd choke. And now <laughs> 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 like, let's see if you retro and just bam, just passes out here. Yeah, no, nothing? No, okay. no, no. It's not super sweet to me. Mm. It is very woody. It's got this, it, there's a definite sweetness to it, but to me it's a little bit more muted. Um, almost like a muted kind of cocoa. Yeah, I'm not getting the cocoa yet. You know, no. I, I would put more towards oak right now. Just oak? In the wood. Yeah. yeah, because well, that's of that, the woodiness. That woodiness, woodiness and I'd the sweetness. Yep. Because, you know, oak tends to be a little bit more on the sweet side, mm-hmm. you know, as I go and chew on an oak tree. Yeah. No, I'm just Coffee, cocoa, mocha, whatever you want to call it. I'm picking that up too, but there's mm-hmm. definitely that oakiness and earthiness to it. Maybe a, a little bit of leather too. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to taste the leather. <laughs> no. <laughs> been no, over this. You've, you, you've never smelled might, oh it. Oh, yeah, never sure. There's, it. there's leather Not in even there. as a kid. Come on. Yeah, I've, I've smelled it, but it just doesn't translate to my tongue. Mm. Just, you know? No. Just, it's not maybe something cause I... You're, maybe because you're not retroing it. I think food, you know? Dare you. I dare you to retro this. I'll retro. Go for it. Go for it. Not that I didn't get much smoke out no, of that. No, no. That was weak. Do it again. Here we go. There. That's good. There. There. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to cry now. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, it's not, not that bad. I, it's, I can feel the burn. It's, yeah. You know, it's like a hot pepper. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not going to kill me. <laughs> I just can't taste anything. <laughs> can't taste, can't see, you know, whatever. Um, let's do a Pastor Padron thou shalt not. Okay. Let's not, no. Le- come on. I'm going to argue on. with it a lot today. Okay, because. Good, because this, this is a, this was something that was actually uh, brought to my attention by a, a fellow uh, tobacconist, and I, I thought I would bring it up, thinking we'd get some good discussion. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not expect your cigar lounge to stay open longer so that you can finish your movie or finish your card game or finish watching the football game. The people who are running your shop have families, they have things to do, they have places to go, they have a life outside the shop, and when it's closing time, you should respect that if your game is still going or your TV show is still going or whatever, and go and not complain or ask them, beg them, bribe them to stay open longer, okay? Go to a place that where, you know, your game is going to be able to be played out or the, t- you know, the uh, Patriots game is going to be played, and they're still going to be open when the game is over, you know. But don't be asking people to change their life so that you can finish doing something. That's not up to them. That's up to you. That I I can't argue with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to come on. You know, I'll argue come with, on. I'll argue with something else later. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I mean, really, I I'm all about not, you know. Being a jerk. <laughs> That's just common sense. You're like, you know, this person. Ha- it happens a lot. You like, know, and, and like, I'm sure it does. And, and it's like, you know, I wouldn't want somebody telling me to stay late at work. Right. Like, right. You know, and, you know, uh, for instance, I know at uh, um, Two Guys Smoke Shop, you know, they, they close at four on Sundays. Okay. And you're watching the one o'clock Patriots game. And you really want to. And the game is almost never over at four o'clock. It's going to end at four, four oh five or four fifteen or four twenty or maybe longer if it goes into overtime. And so often people will say, are you going to stay open longer to finish the game? Yeah, because that's what your bi- the whole business is based around the sports. Right. right. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> you know, there are other places that are open, um, you know, past 4 o'clock. And if you want to have a cigar and enjoy it during the game, go to one of those places that's open during the game time. But please don't ask the people who are there to give up time with their families or to change their schedule just mm-hmm. so that you can watch your game. Yeah, can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. No, because it's like, I mean, who would do that? <laughs> well, if, Lots of people it, do it. Yeah, Lots but, of people do it. That's why I'm bringing it up. Who, who wouldn't put up a fuss if they were doing it at your job, you know? It's like somebody walked right, in just right. like, hey, could you just stick around for another hour just because, you know, I want to do this thing here. Right, it has nothing to right. do with what you're doing, but you just need to stay here. No. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what else too? I mean, you know, and, and again, you know, it's a business. The point of the business is to is to make money, right? And you know, if you're going to stay open another half hour or an hour, you know, what what's the business return for that time that you're staying open? Probably not much. 
Probably not. Probably not much. <laughs> and my I don't, I don't out, assume so. that, that those people are necessarily going to buy another cigar or a couple of cigars or make it worth the time for the business to stay open. So just respect it and go watch it at home or go watch it at a cigar bar or someplace that's open. That's all I have to say about that. All right. My cigar went out. You that's can't. It. You can't. You can't. You're not going to You kind of lost me halfway in there. <laughs> like being are you quiet. dying already? Are you passing no, out already? No, it just, it just went out on me. You know, it is humid out. And it's, yeah. it's you know, I'm not puffing as much as I should. Yep. Uh, because I know the strength, so I'm kind of backing off. But, uh, you know, you got to nurse these stronger tobaccos that are, have a higher burning point, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you got to mm. kind of puff a little bit more frequently. We want to kind of keep them at a lower humidity, too. That's right. So kind of help with that. But it lit up no problem. Very good. I'm looking at some comments here. We're getting on uh, YouTube. All right. So while, you, while you're looking at that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's talk about the Instagram highlight of the week. Um, so this week, we're going to highlight Matthew Curtis Turner over at MCT Cigars. That's his name, MTC, okay. excuse me, MCT Cigars. Um, definitely check him out. The shot's aren't meant to be he's 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 not taking photos that are supposed to be like these you know amazing com- composed shots of cigars but what he does do is he comments on each cigar and gives you some flavor notes which i really appreciate so it's like you mm-hmm. see something interesting that he's smoking uh you know you get to pick out a few of the flavors and say hey that's you know something i'd be interested in mm-hmm. so definitely check him out it's uh over at mct cigars all one word okay um he's got you know Good variety. He's, he's an Atabay fan, so oh, you know nice. he's got some good taste. We know. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, trying some Fantastic of the new sizes cigar. recently. Yeah. Um, and just recently started using the Ashholes hashtag. So that's very cool. Hashtag the Ashholes. What's going on with that? I noticed um, that that was blocked again. Yep. Hang on. We got puff. Well, let's go out again. Michelle hasn't been posting naughty pictures, so it's not her Nobody fault. Nobody has. Nobody has. Nobody's so been posting anything controversial. But they keep taking us down. So this happened. This is the second time this month that this has happened, where mm-hmm. it's gone down, and then a few weeks later it comes back, and we ha- have our most recent views again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that then my theory is that somebody is reporting things for no reason, uh, and it's just getting us shut down just to aggravate us. Uh, you so know, it's another hack. Another hack. Another, another essentially, hack. but a really like lame hack where you don't need any skills whatsoever. You just need to <laughs> press the button. Uh, there's no way of proving this. There's no way of tracking it because we are not on the Instagram side of things where we can. And they don't respond Correct. to any emails. No, no, you've tried as many as you send. They don't care. Right. Um, really awful, awful customer support when you're talking about Instagram, and especially seeing as they're you know they're including businesses now. It's really more, really? there's a lot of businesses that are using Instagram. It's kind of a shame that they're not taking care of the, you know, well, not that we're a business necessarily, but it's not, it's a shame that they're not taking care of their clients, uh, you know, and protecting them mm-hmm. from being, you know, abused like this. So kiss my ash, Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, my ash. Yeah, no, we love Instagram. Don't don't do. hate us. They've um, got a great cigar it, it's community. The on system there. is messed up. It's yeah. it's got to be automated. The fact that it's like in two weeks it'll probably come back. Right. It's this automated system. Somebody reports something for no reason and it just kicks everybody out. Well, it's re- you know, I, you know, and, and kind of like last week's Ash of the Week. You know, Facebook. You know, for you know, they they robo send you a. Uh, invitation yes, to, boost, exactly. to boost a thing and then refuse to boost it because it promotes tobacco products. <laughs> why did you, yeah. you invite me to do it? It's the same type of thing. And you know, you know what? And Facebook does own Instagram. They bought it for yes. like a billion dollars a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, and so it, it, the other uh, theory is that so instead of somebody just you know, reporting us, they're reporting it because we have cigars. <laughs> right. So, but I, you know, other t- hashtags that use cigars don't, it doesn't happen to them. So, right. I, I don't really put a lot of weight on that theory. No, no. Like Cigars of Instagram, that's yeah. a huge growing, I mean, you know, 27, 28,000 posts on that. I've never seen it blocked. Instagram is a big hub for cigars because right. people like showing their, you know, what they're smoking. Yep. It's all part of that, you know, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's they need to get on board. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, um, so use what, are, what are we picking up with this uh, cigar now? I'm picking up more wood now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the earth is kind of picking up. Uh, that sweetness is kind of dying down. That's that syrupy sweetness mm. is dying down a little bit, but it's still there. Yeah, I'm getting um, a kind of a uh, almost like a soury kind of flavor to yep. this. Yeah, it's getting wood. Uh, there's some spice yep. in there. Um, almost like a like a cinnamon, but like mm. a very sweet cinnamon. So mm-hmm. not just the the raw cinnamon. Right, right. 
It's almost like a hot cinnamon to me. Hmm. Yeah, like um, uh, what do you call like them? The hot, hot cinnamon tamales, hot, cinnamon hot candy. That, that kind of yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's more on the, the sweeter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it. Yeah, it's a spice. Yeah. It is a spice. And but, that that retro is it, it's almost like wasabi. I don't. You know, I I. You don't, do I, I do, you don't do wasabi. You don't do wasabi either. You don't do leather. You don't do wasabi. I, I do Come hot. On. I do hot and spicy. It's just wasabi just doesn't. The flavor just mm. doesn't do it for me. You know, it's like oh, I'd rather have the other flavor, the gingers and things like that. You know. Well, so. this is this is very wasabi. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word. You'll for just it. have to take my word yeah. for it. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm not picking it up. But I mean, I've had wasabi. <laughs> I know the flavor. I'm just not picking it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Otherwise, how would I know? I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're already halfway through. Not halfway through the cigar, Not even but close. we're, halfway through, the, we're <laughs> yeah. halfway through the show. And uh, coming up after the break, we're going to announce the uh, Ash Hole of the Week. We're going to continue our thoughts on the Todos Los Dias by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. We're going to hear from Miles with Styles. There's a lot coming up, so hang in there. We'll be right back. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. 
adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hello, and welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking today the Todos Las Dias Toro by Dunburton Tobacco and Trust. And this is a great full-bodied, full-strength mm-hmm. cigar. It's lots of flavor, lots of complexity. Yeah. You know? Now, what else have you smoked this week? Oh, so I had an interesting uh, experience this mm-hmm. week. And, you know, thinking about the show and thinking mm-hmm. about our listeners, I know that some of our listeners smoke flavored cigars on yes. occasion. Um, it's true. So, and I hadn't had a flavored cigar in probably five years. Right. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't usually go to it, but, I'll, you know, I'll try one just so I can at least I can talk, speak on it. Uh, so I dropped the, you know, I think it's about 10 bucks for a flavored cigar. It was Reputable brand. I'm not going to name it, mm-hmm. um, but I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got not even an inch in, really? and I was like, I cannot handle this this artificial sweetness. This mm. it just it did not hit, hit right on my palate. Uh, so I tried reaching out. I tried to connect with people <laughs> that smoke slightly different cigars, uh, but I I couldn't. I failed. But I I I paid the money, so right. you know I'm trying. Uh, and so I, I abandoned that cigar and went and got another one. Uh, and I went for something that I knew I would like. And I went got the CLE Prieto. Okay. Which is the, it's it's similar to the, the shell in mm-hmm. appearance, uh, mm-hmm. the wrapper, but it's a darker wrapper. Right. I think uh, shell is referring to a light-skinned person. Mm-hmm. And the Prieto is, is a slang for a dark-skinned person. So, okay. Uh, so those two, I'm not sure why they went with those <laughs> names. But I'm not sure if who's it's to, Who's it, to say? It, I don't even know who's if it's rude. Say? It might not yeah. be rude, it, but it's, we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so Pieto, it's you know it's a nice consistent flavor um, where you get a lot of like coffee, earth, and cocoa. Those are like the, the coffee, primary flavors: cocoa. coffee, earth, and cocoa. And it kind of as you're going along, uh, it kind of trades off what's the dominant flavor. Right. Uh, so it's you know great smoke if you're looking for that you know chocolate earthiness. Mm. Uh, it's you know great. You know it, the other cigar I went for had some chocolate flavor to it, but then when I went to the Prieto, I was like, this is really chocolate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely a great smoke. CLE, Christian Arroyo. Er, right, Arroyo. right. He makes great Arroyo. stuff. Now I got Barry in my head saying Arroyo. Arroyo. Well, I got my hands on, you know, we're doing, you know, Dunbarton Tobacco. I got my hands on an Umbagog. Toro Toro. Great, yeah. Uh, yesterday. And uh, that was a great cigar. It's a Connecticut broadleaf wrap, Maduro. Uh, the binder and filler are both Nicaragua. It's a 6x52 cigar. Um, and basically, the Umbagogs are kind of, you know, it's the same blending, I believe, as the Micarita. But the wrapper did not meet Steve's impeccable standards for 
looks. Well, I don't know if it's actually the same blend because I've, I've I follow uh, Steve Saka on okay. Facebook and he's always talking about it. He goes, he goes, people always say it's the same blend. It's from the same leaves, uh, same tobacco that he has uh, put aside for Mikarita. But it did not but make the, the cut. For it didn't Mikarita. make the cut, and so okay. the blend is a little bit different. And it's not going to be. A, a, he says it's not going to be a consistent blend. Uh, cigar to cigar, like every batch will be might maybe slightly different. Right. Um, okay. But it's you know it's still going to be a great cigar. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it was. It was very good. It was this nice uh, chocolate brown wrapper. There were a couple of blemishes on it, mm-hmm. but they didn't affect the the cigar in any way. It was a little bit yeah. veiny, but there were no soft spots, and uh, you know the the smell off the the foot was uh, hay and cocoa. When I um, uh, cut the cigar, great draw. There's a strong white pepper on the retro of that sucker. And uh, earth, coffee, chocolate, very similar to what you smoked there, and a sweet kind of mocha finish. The burn was, you know, pretty straight. You know, it didn't need touched up or anything, but it waved around a little bit. I mean, the construction's still going to be great. Yeah, yeah. If the leaves didn't meet meet its standards, I mean, the people rolling still are going to meet that. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. And, you know, the experience, you know, of those tastes, those flavors was pretty uniform throughout. It didn't really change all that much. It wasn't a very complex cigar. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's made to be. No. Um, yeah, and he calls it like his, his workhorse or something. Right. Like, that's his, yeah. That's, go that's, out and mow the lawn. Exactly. That's his mow the lawn cigar. Uh, so it wasn't really especially complex, but it was a very enjoyable cigar. Mm-hmm. I'd certainly go out and do it again. They come in these uh, little brown bag uh, groups of <laughs> yeah. 10 and, um, it was, you know, about seven bucks for that cigar. Yeah. And it was it was really good. So if you can find those, the Umbigags are yeah, and really it, good. Yeah, I think because it's it's always from the kind of rejected tobacco mm-hmm. from Mikarita that, you know, there's not always going to be a lot available. So it's mm-hmm. it's not a regular production necessarily. Right. But it's going to be coincide with how many Mikaritas they're making and what gets rejected, things like that. Right. So if you can find it, pick it up when you can. Right. So, <coughs> Ash Hole of the Week. All right. Ash Hole of the Week. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for this. Uh, I'm looking for stuff all the time for (laughs) for stuff like this. And, you know, there's been a lot of football talk this week. Yeah, really? With all the – People watch football, I guess. You know, know, the people kneeling during the anthem and all offended and all that. I'm staying away from all that. Okay. Yeah. But we're, this is Too still complex. a football-related thing. Too complex thing. of an issue. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I just don't want to go there. I don't want to add any fuel to that fire. Um, but this is this is a football-related thing. This past Sunday, um, it was really hot. It was really hot at Gillette Stadium. It's, okay. And it was so hot, in fact, that people were drinking about twice as much water as they were ready for, and they ran out of bottled water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you do? People are still coming to the concession stands looking for water. And so what they started, they didn't have any, like, free cups, so they used their concession cups and filled them with tap water and charged $4.50 for a cup full of tap water. Mm-hmm. And people paid it. And people paid it. I don't know who's the bigger asshole of the week, the, the guys at Gillette Stadium for charging $4.50 for tap water or the people who actually paid the $4.50 for the tap water. I mean, but people complain, and, and you know, the, you know Gillette, the people at Gillette, you know, said, oh, we didn't, you know, you know we're sorry, we're, we're looking into this, we're wondering why it happened. It certainly isn't going to happen again. But you know what? It just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I people mean why, pay. Do you, why do you pay? You can't charge somebody $4.50 for a cup full of tap water. I mean, the fact that, that, I mean, to me, that's just ridiculous. A couple of things. One, I mean, people pay seven, eight bucks at Fenway for a Coors, which is basically the same thing mm-hmm. as tap water. Right. So <laughs> I don't think you complain too much about that. They're already paying more than another place. Uh, but secondly, it's, I mean, the issue was that they ran out unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the people working there don't have the ability to just make up a price or, or just hand out cups no, no. for free. They, so they didn't have the systems in place to be able to handle a shortage. Right. Uh, and so, it, I mean, that, and that's what, you know, Gillette's, the, the, the management's response was, you know, this won't happen again. It, we didn't see it coming. And so we didn't have anything in place mm-hmm. to, how to how do we charge for this? They can't. You know, in the, the they didn't point of the, sale. They, they didn't see the hot weather coming? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's nothing in their system that we, they can type in a water, you know, it, right. for the, the employees that are doing it. And it's, they're doing it in the no, midst of this no. rush where everybody's getting water. So it's, uh, I, you this know, is, I this get is, it. This is, this is, yeah, but this is where it's important that you need, you need to empower your frontline people yep. to be able to make these decisions. 
You know, you would the the love that would have been poured out for them. You know, giving the water out would have been huge. The it, the difficulty with that, and from a business perspective, if you put a system in place where you could charge for a tap water, or whatever, mm-hmm. and just punch in something that'll be a dollar or whatever. Right. Uh, how much? I mean, it's going to happen a lot where somebody's just doing it just to be for their friends. They're coming through. They're just That's punching true. that in. That's so true. it's going to be abused. So how do you control that kind of system? And it's tough when you have a huge stadium, all these different That's vendors. That's true. That's so, true. So you know, I get it. They, they're probably going to put something in place where it's across the board. Okay, at this moment now that we know that this out is this becomes available, but it's not something that they should have seen it coming. They should have seen. They should it have coming. prepared for it at least. I they mean, should have seen it, it, it makes coming. sense that they didn't see it coming because it's never this hot. In, in the fall. So it, it doesn't usually happen. <laughs> it's New England. It can it's be this hot in the fall. I, I, I can't can remember last, in January. I can't remember the last time it was this hot in the, at the beginning of a fall. But so it's, I, I get it why they don't, you know, so I wouldn't call them the asshole. But I would call, so I, I have a little journey here. Mm-hmm. If we go back to who started selling bottled water, I mean, I did a little research, and mm-hmm. it goes way back hundreds of years where bottled water from special springs and things like right, that, right, mineral right. waters, you know, it's like, you know, snake oil salesman kind of thing. <laughs> so it goes way back. But really, it started picking up with Perrier mm. in the 70s. So Perrier kind of made, it opened up that door for bottled water to be sold in the 90s when it really picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Perrier, and they're French, so I'm going to call the asshole of the week Oliver Nouveau. Because he's French. <laughs> <laughs> so, by association, he's by the association, o- Oliver, you're the actual of the week because Gillette Stadium charged 450 for tap water. Way to go, buddy. And that all goes back to Perrier, which is French. And since you're French, you're the actual of the week. Makes sense. All right. I'm, I'm going to call Gillette Stadium the actual of the week. <laughs> You can call them the See, actual yeah, week. Yeah, I, I can't follow them. Come From on. a business pr- perspective, I, I don't no, no. think they did anything. You gotta, you gotta they be made about a mistake, but you got to be about the people. Come on. You don't want all those people dying either. Eh. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. What's worse? They're, they're not going to die. They're they're gonna, all they the, might all go to the, the heat hospital. stroke and stuff. Yeah, they might go to the hospital. All, right. all the bills are going to get sued. They, you know what? If they're at the point of heat stroke, they should leave the game. Nobody's holding them there at gunpoint. They don't have to be there. Well, what can you do? Oliver, Oliver. <laughs> we can blame we can blame Oliver. We can blame Oliver. He's okay. not here. I'm gonna blame him for everything. Oh, there you go. So. All right. Well, Oliver, sorry, you're the actual of the week. Have fun out there in Phoenix, buddy. <laughs> um, Drink lots of water. <laughs> so one of the segments we do uh, regularly on the show is called Miles with Styles, and that is about Michelle Styles. She's one of our regular listeners. She's listening right now. Uh, in Spain. As a matter of fact, she has us live at a cigar shop that she is uh, in with her dad right now. Nice, nice. And uh, called uh, um, Estanco del Carmen in Valencia, Spain. And we're glad to be Live there in Spain. Hello. Those of you that Hello only speak Spanish, I'm sure you're enjoying sunny New it. Hampshire. If they speak English, they probably hate it. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, every week, you know, she is a professional uh, surfer and model, and she's going all over the world surfing and and modeling and stuff. And you know, big part of the cigar culture is going to different places and and uh, exotic places, finding cigars, and and uh, she gives us a kind of a peep into these places that she's visiting. And uh, this Saturday, again, we're going to have a, a special episode of The Ashrolls mm-hmm. this Saturday, like we've said. And she'll be reporting on these cigar shops that she's at right now. But uh, for now, let's hear what she has to say for us. Aloha. I didn't finish so well in Morocco, which, like the country itself, is a little disappointing. I certainly don't understand the hype surrounding Morocco. The architecture was nice and plenty of history. However, between the awful smells in the cities and the disappointing food, it's not on my recommend to return for vacation list. The surf resort was decent at least, as long as we stayed in the resort where we weren't assaulted by the smells, rude comments, and disgusting food. The resort was overall decent. Not the best ever, but not the worst either. The surf, despite my less than stellar performance, was consistent and fun. But today, a change of pace as I'm in Valencia, Spain for a modeling shoot tomorrow, which is a much different experience. 
The local foods are incredible. The people friendly, the cities free from awful smells, <laughs> and excellent history. I won't be here long, though, as Sunday I fly to Peru. I should do better in Peru. Erin Goofyfooters lead with the right foot. Ambidextrous, which I can be, is called switchfoot, yet no one is ever equally as good with either foot leading. Hope my friends at Two Guys Smoke Shop and the Ashholes had a better start to the week than I did. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ashholes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Well, there you go. There you go. She's been listening. She's been listening, <laughs> and Morocco did not make the cut. <laughs> no, no. It's well. It's nice, you know. When you, somebody only gives positive reports, you kind of like oh, you don't really trust them anymore. You know, somebody yeah. only gives compliments. It's like, eh, compliment doesn't mean anything. I totally anymore. agree. I totally so, agree. You know, that's why I insult people all the time. <laughs> You're really great if I say something nice. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, she she had a she had a bad week, but um, that's over. Yep, that's over. Catch the next wave. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, uh, Spain, Valencia, Spain. That's not bad. And then Peru next nice week. Peru, yeah. That'll be very good. A lot of llamas there. Then, then I, I don't I'm know. Mixing up my countries. Look, is I'm that sticking where? to everything. Was sticking it Machu Picchu or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm mixing up my country. They got some good wine over there. Yeah, yeah. Peruvian wine. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, not Merlot. No, I don't know. I'm I'm rusty on my wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to be able to like name. Oh yeah, this region. Oh, this is what you want to get from there. But I've had some good wine from Peru, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, Peruvian, Chilean. Yeah, I'm August. more of a spirits guy than a wine guy. Yeah. But if somebody brings over some, hey, this is from you know such and such, and You're like, you if know, I don't care, I don't just know, give it to me. Just give it to me. <laughs> I haven't really met an alcohol I haven't liked, for better or worse. Oh, yeah, I've got a few that didn't agree. <laughs> Oh, it's like my just moonshine. It's like, it's <laughs> moonshine? Like, why are you drinking just moonshine? It doesn't make any sense. You know, mm. They have all the flavored moonshines, whatever, for mixing. Or you know, it's funny. Do moonshine is one of the few things I have not yet had. It's not, you know, just straight moonshine mm-hmm. is not that is not great. <laughs> no? It's really, it's like drinking, almost rubbing alcohol. Mm. It is really, there's no flavor benefit to it. Unless you want to get really smashed quick, yeah. Um, you know, you get some of the, like really high. I mean, the stuff that you buy in stores now is, you know, it's not that. I mean, it's it's got some. It's probably like fifty percent or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not, you know, hundred mm-hmm. proof right. topping out, but you're not going to get the really strong stuff. Uh, if you know some back channel people, you can get <laughs> the really channel. you get the really strong. I, I had this moonshine people. that was I think it was 185 proof. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it mm-hmm. until I had it, <laughs> and then I believed it. <laughs> uh, that's a peach. It was amazing. Oh, my goodness. So, um, final third of this cigar. I'm still getting I'm – it's it's very woody <laughs> right now. A lot of the final third. That, yeah. Yeah, well, for me, for I you, guess yeah. I'm just starting a final third here. Um, a lot of that sweetness is gone. It's very woody, very earthy. Um, there's a strong, you know, mocha component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still slightly – sweet on the finish but the finish is not long how about you yeah not i mean it's like a medium finish mm-hmm. you know it's it lasts almost to the next puff um yeah i'm getting a lot of you know the mocha that that cocoa that mm-hmm. some woody you know but it's you know we use that description a lot for different cigars um but it's not really like other cigars that have that wood and cocoa flavor right uh, you know it's not like a straight cocoa wood earth taste it's got, you know, it's pretty unique in, in you know, it's in, the, in that realm, but it's got a unique taste to it where I could probably pick it out blind if, you know, weren't for the flavor. Yeah, I mean, if it weren't for the, the strength, that'd be a quick giveaway. It's much deeper and it's much richer to me yeah. than in other cigars where I have those same kinds exactly. of flavors. So there's a lot of complexity where you could really, mm-hmm. like, get into it if you had the time to stop and think about it. If you weren't passed out already from the strength, then you can really pick out a lot of flavors from it. Yeah, so def- definitely a full-bodied cigar. Definitely, yeah. Full body, and full it's like, strength. You know, there's a lot of full-bodied cigars out there that are just looking for, a, you know, to kick you in the throat, basically. Mm-hmm. And so the, the flavor kind of gets, oh, yeah, it's full-flavored, but you don't really care that the flavor is there <laughs> because it's you're so blown away. Right. This is like tons of flavor. You know, if it's the strength is almost a deterrent for me. Like, I'll still go to it, but, you know, I got to be prepared. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not something you just wander in. Oh yeah, I'll just pick it up and be fine. Right. It's like if you want to get anything done for the rest of the day, 
be prepared for it. Right. Um, <laughs> you haven't had it, to, you haven't had to go for your soda though. No, I, I took a sip just for uh, you know cleanse my palate, get a fresh taste. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I've been okay. I got my my normal level of shake. So, <laughs> your normal level. Yeah, of shake. I, I never. I'm never not <laughs> shaking. So uh, that's just my life. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, um, but it's, yeah, it's a you know, great flavor. So it's definitely worth going to, uh, you know, if you can't really handle the, the strong, really strong cigars, right. That's unfortunate because it really does have to, yeah, this flavors. is not, this is not a beginner cigar. Mm-mm. And he says that in the, his, you know, uh, press release of this, this is not for the beginning smoker. Yeah, this that'll is for turn the you off to it. Probably seasoned guy who's looking for a really full bodied, full strength, very strong cigar. Now, he, you know, we, we opened up the hour uh, saying that he designed the cigar to be very smooth and more medium, I guess, up front, and it gets stronger. Stronger goes. and stronger, yep. Is that your experience with the cigar, Aaron? Um, well, <laughs> Aaron. I wouldn't call it medium when you're starting because mm-hmm. you do feel it right in your throat, you know, mm-hmm. as that Darth Vader choke. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you, you feel the nicotine. Darth Vader yeah, choke. Yeah, right in your larynx, you know, that tightness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and even that first third, you was, I was kind of feeling it in my chest. I slowed down a little bit, so, you know, extra green egg today, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I want to be able to enjoy it and not feel right. like the room is spinning around me. Um, <laughs> you know, a man's got to know his limitations. Yes, a man and does. D- Dirty Harry, right? A man does. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yes. it, it does. It does. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Mm. So, <laughs> do you think it's getting stronger as it goes? It's. It likely is. It but likely it's hard is. to. It's hard to identify it through just the normal senses. Like okay. normally, you know, I'd feel it in my larynx and kind of judge strength by that. Um, but seeing that it's right off the bat, you're feeling it there. Okay. That it's you know, I'm not going to feel an increase necessarily. Okay. Until, so for you, until the room not, starts, spinning. you're not feeling that it was going from you know one level going up no you, it's just strong from the start it's strong now for you where yeah and, and i'm sure there, there probably is a strength in key increase but it's hard to really pinpoint it you yeah know, just from my you're, you're still on sense. the first third of that yeah sucker. well i mean i had a little bit of a burn issue um <laughs> from the <laughs> so i had to relight and, yeah we're sweating so but, much the cigars are going but out i mean it, we've had it's been humid for the last you know week yeah we're yeah it's just, been very humid not outside. fun humidity yeah and you can so. all see i'm sweating like a pig yeah well, if you're listening, you can't see that, but you can probably I am. hear the drip. Sweating like a pig. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, you know, I'm a little bit further along in the cigar. I, you know, it's gotten a little bit stronger, but I, I don't see a pronounced, you know, um, starting kind of, you know, fooling you into thinking that it's not going to be a strong cigar. You know, like you, I, yeah, I knew that right off the. You're going to know right off. Right off the top of the bat, I knew this was going to be a strong, full-bodied cigar. Um, I haven't really ever had the problem of you know needing to eat or get ready for a stronger cigar i don't know why it just yep just how your body handles just it. how my body handles it yep. but um uh it's been very very good it's been a very very good consistent cigar and the the flavors have changed throughout the burn has been great for me i haven't really had to relight it at all um, the burn line is really nice. It's a nice, thin burn line. It's a grayer mm-hmm. ash. The ash is straight. I haven't been letting the ash really build up. but um, you It's got know, a wh- fairly strong ash. It's got a fairly strong ash. When it does build it, up. So, you know. so um, for me, I'm going to say this is a big thumbs up for the cigar. I really like it. Uh, for me, for consistency's sake, I'd have mm-hmm. to give it a three quarters, just because you know it wouldn't be my everyday go-to. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be you know even necessarily every week. Um, definitely smoke it again, but okay. again because of the that strength level, you know I can't call it my. So your your three quarters thumbs up is really because it's not so much in your smoking profile. Exactly. Yeah, it's a okay. great cigar like, as far as like flavor goes, construction, full thumbs up. Uh, but for my personal preference of, okay. of strength levels, things like that, uh, it would be a three quarters. Okay. Just so I'm consistent across cigars, you know, I like, to, <laughs> I like my ratings to mean something. All right. So a full thumbs up isn't going to smoke it any time. Three quarters, I'll go back to it. But When would you smoke this cigar? Um, it, a cold night, because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that, you know, when it gets colder out, that's when I tend to go for the stronger cigars. Right, right. Um, so like, a, you know, when it was a cool evening, maybe by the fire, um, after a big meal, uh, where I'm just prepared, ready for it to just settle down and not do anything for the rest of the night. <laughs> right. Okay. So, 
I could I could smoke this whenever, but uh, you know it is a really really strong cigar. So I think once you've once I've smoked it, I've I've had enough for a while. You yeah. know, some cigars you, you want to go back and write, get a second right away because you enjoy the experience so much. This is that kind of cigar where you smoke it and you you know you you just say okay, I'm I'm done with that. All right. Now next now remember people. We are doing another show this week. We're doing one this Saturday from 10.30 to 11.30. We will be live on uh, YouTube like we are now on theaturals.net. We're going to have uh, Jared Trudeau from uh, Christoph Cigars with us, and that's going to be fantastic. So be there for that. It is time, however, to wrap up. And you've been listening to the Ashholes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting live from the Sereno Royale Studio at the 21st at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, where we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed at iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you Saturday at 10:30. Bye bye. recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network.